Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is July 7th, 2023. Today's song recommendation is Keep Making Me by Sidewalk Prophets. Today's scripture will be found in the book of Genesis, chapter 12. We are continuing reading in the Holy Bible, one chapter at a time. And so we are on chapter 12. Chapter 11, when we read that chapter, was about Nimrod building a city and building a tower, the Tower of Babel, that was the purpose was to reach to the heavens. And we went through reading how God saw again that the world has become, had become corrupt. He had to come down. He had to, because at that time, everybody had the same language. And they were up to no good, thanks to Nimrod, who had that right idea. And Nimrod is uh, an antichrist. So Jesus, before incarnation, he comes down and he says, stop. He put a stop to that. He confused the languages. He, he spreads the people out. And that's how we become different nations with different languages. And so then we... We uh, read the descendants of Shem, who lived, who died, and now we are beginning the story of Abram, which God later on renames Abraham in, 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 in his story. And Ab Abraham is an, a very important figure in the Old Testament and, in, and in, still is. He's talked about a lot in the New Testament. Well, not a lot, but his name is brought up because from Abraham comes the, the 12 nations of Israel. We'll get into all that as we continue reading. But he's going to journey to Egypt. He's supposed to be going to Canaan. He makes a pit stop in Egypt. And so if you want to grab your Bibles, we'll get, we'll, we'll read. If I fumble my words, I probably already have. It's a little earlier than usual for me. <laughs> but let's get started. The Holy Bible is so interesting. It really is alive. To me, the words come alive. And, and this is a story of God. And, and it's an interesting story. Some difficult subjects are are talked about but we like i said in the last message that i did we are we need to talk to people in regards to difficult subjects so let's learn from from god on how he handles situations and and what he requires of us and what how he wants us to handle situations he speaks often about the sword of the spirit and the Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. So bring bring your Bibles out. Let's read. I hope that you actually have a an actual book, a Holy Bible book, that you can turn pages and and hold the very precious Holy Bible. Okay, Abram journeys to Egypt. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, 
and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. And the one who curses you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. I want to pause right there. He does not say just the 12 nations there, does he? He says all the families of the earth will be blessed. I just want to point that out right there. So let's continue. Verse 4. So Abram went forth as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. Now Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Harin. Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his nephew, and all their possessions which they had accumulated, and the persons which they had acquired in Harin, and they set out for the land of Canaan. Thus they came to the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land as far as the site of Shechem to the oak of Moray. Now the Canaanite was there, was then in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Then he proceeded from there to the mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Abram journeyed on, continuing toward the Negev. Pause. I want you to underline that there the Lord appeared to Abram. The Lord was constantly coming down from heaven and appearing as he walked in the Garden of Eden. Then he had to come down in the uh, other scripture tells us that he sat at the ark, Noah's ark. He was there at the ark. He had to come down. To the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit came down to check out what was happening there in in Babel, and now he's he has come down and appeared to Abram the first time found in verse seven, and then he Abram builds an altar there to the Lord, and he also calls upon the name of the Lord. A very faithful man, Abram. But now we're going to read something a little funny. We're going to read about Abram's first sin. That's why the song Keep, Keep Making Me is so important. God kept working on Abraham as he keeps working on us. He keeps making us. We mess up. He keeps making us. Once we are his children, through being born again and believing in the Son of God, and that he resurrected on the third day, we become his children, his children, God's children. We, because Jesus did that, we can now call upon the name of the Lord. And not only that, but he is with us in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Verse 10, Now there was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there. 
for the famine was severe in the land. It came about when he came near to Egypt that he said to Sarai his wife, See now, I know that you are a beautiful woman, and when the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is your wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please say that you are my sister, so that it may go well with me because of you, and that I may live on account of you. It came about when Abraham came into Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. Pharaoh's officials saw her and praised her to Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Therefore he treated Abram well for her sake, and gave him sheep, and oxen, and donkeys, and male and female servants, and female donkeys, and camels. I want to pause there. Do you see where Abram tells Sarai to, to lie? Because he wants to lie. So now they're both lying. Later on he does say he wasn't lying because Sarai is actually... I believe he says his uncle's daughter, and so they are, or their stepbrother and sister or something like that. I'll have to, well, I think we will read that later on, so so then we can clear that up. But later on, he, he says that, well, they are indeed related by so-and-so and so-and-so. But he is indeed telling a lie because Sarai is also his wife. And... This is the first that I see that Abram forgets that God has told him, the Lord has told him that he is going to make a, a nation out of him. Not only a nation, but a great nation out of him. And he's going to bless him and people are going to bless him. And anybody that curses him, God will curse them. I mean, he's telling, he just told Abraham this. And so obviously he's not going to die, but yet he says that if they don't tell this lie, the Egyptians are going to take Sarai and kill him. So he didn't trust in the Lord right here. And God doesn't punish Abram. He punishes Pharaoh. And we're going to read about that. So again, that is why the song is so important. God keeps making him. He keeps... He's working on him as he works on us. And even the great patriarch, Abram, told lies. <laughs> you know, we're not, nobody gets it right. We are all sinners. Jesus Christ is the only one that did not sin. He's the only perfect Lamb of God. Okay, verse 17. But the Lord struck Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. Then Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her for my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they escorted him away with his wife and all that belonged to him pause. So God punishes Pharaoh and his family. And here we see of the um, first great plagues 
to the first Pharaoh that we read that we read in the Holy Bible. We read of other Pharaohs in other stories as we continue reading, but here we find the first the first plagues upon Egypt. And this Pharaoh recognizes that oh oh something went wrong. God is mad. Who sinned? Who sinned against God? And why am I being punished? And then he finds out that it was Abram that told this big lie. And, and he asks, well, plainly, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? He didn't say this, but why weren't you honest? Uh, you know, we had to suffer. And how, how awful. He, when anyone takes someone for their wives, that mean their wife, that means that they had intercourse with the person. So poor Sarai has to have intercourse with Pharaoh. And so that becomes even a bigger mess, you know. <laughs> but this is the, 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 first, the first mistakes happening. But God continues to make Abram into a better person and Sarai. And I've often thought, and these are just my thoughts, and you might agree, but I often thought that this is why... God didn't allow Abraham and Sarah to have children until they were late in life. Abram was Abraham was 100 and something and Sarah was 90 something. And this could all not be, you know, it's all in God's timing when God when God decides that he is the one, he is God and he does indeed bless Abraham with children. But they do continue to doubt. But I think when, I think that we're no, nobody is immune to doubting. Sometimes we just have our doubt, but we also have our faith. And God is the one is the, that is the giver of faith. It's a gift from God. And if we continue reading the Holy Bible one day, not one day at a time, but one chapter at a time, we, were, we will begin to, to learn God, God's heart. I had someone say the other day that she felt that the God of the Old Testament was a lot, he was very mean or angrier than the God of the New Testament. And I just pointed out that this God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He was. He is, and he is to come. And I just said, you know, I just said Jesus. I thought I felt Jesus had stricter rules in the in the New Testament. I've come on before, and I've said, oh, I I had to keep closing the Bible because I was just being convicted. <laughs> he, I, I, you know, he's the same God. He's the same God. And this same God that comes back, he is not going to be very passive. When he came, he taught about himself and he taught about his ways. But he also said, he also was clear if people did not believe in him as the son of God, they were going to be he was coming for him in the end and, and they were all going to die and not nobody nobody's in the dirt and and that's it 
You either go to heaven or you go to hell. And he was clear that they were going to rot in the pit of hell and burn forevermore. Hell is, is not a good place. It's not a place where there's a, a fun little party there with Satan. No. It's a place of suffering and pain and anguish. A place of gnashing of teeth. Non-stop. So, very, very interesting, the Bible. I hope that you continue with me. The next chapter goes on to talk about Abraham and Lot. The title is Abram and Lot. It's a very short chapter. And just a, a very interesting book to keep to keep reading and I hope that you keep tuning in to these to these chapters and I don't normally pause in well sometimes I do <laughs> but as I've been reading from the Holy Bible I usually will read the entire chapter and then give my thoughts for those that just want to hear the chapter and not my thoughts and so I'll try to remember that going forward and just give my thoughts at the end. So that way, if somebody just wants to listen to the Holy Bible, they can just click off after the chapter is read. Because I really want people to hear God's Word. I really do. That's It's important that we hear Him. And more important, that we do what it says. So, just some of my thoughts. I'm going to grab my coffee here. Just some of my thoughts have been... Yesterday was a tough day. I hadn't slept well. And I watched a couple of movies. and But I thought throughout the day, we only have today to do God's work. And sometimes I can feel like, ah, oh, I'm not doing enough. Especially when I have days when I'm not doing anything. But then I, I just said to God, I repented. I just repented. I had, let's see, what, what was going on yesterday? I have lung issues and I was having some lung trouble. Just a, a wheeze. And I think that was just upsetting me. I just wanted that to go away. And I had to just be reminded, of course, it's going to go away. And I... I'm living in God's will, and and this too. At the end of the day, like I said, I, I repented, and I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to... I'm living in God's will, and so this, is this. just do your best in the day. Sometimes we're going to have bad days. Sometimes we're just going to have bad days, and that's just the way it goes. We have to recognize it, and... Yesterday, I, I did a lot of praying and praising God. He, he answered a couple of, of prayers, and he is always at work. He never tires. One of the Psalms we read recently, he never gets tired. He never gets weary. He keeps going. But he helps the people that do get tired and do get weary. And he keeps making us. And thank God that he does. Because I was, I was feeling a little down on myself yesterday. Like, you know, come on. <laughs> Just because you're having a bad day doesn't mean that you're not actually working for God. You're still working for God. You're still praying. 
you're still praising, you're still doing what you can do. So if you ever have a bad day, I tell you, repent for having a bad day. Because with God, how can we really have a bad day? He is our He's our key, he's the keeper of our souls. And we just have to do our our very best in every day and keep spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is so very important to speak his name. I am seeing people come to Christ and give their lives to Christ. It's beautiful. So beautiful. We have to keep keep talking to people, even if it feels uncomfortable. It's never going to probably feel comfortable. I pray for boldness. I do. And I'm going to continue to pray for even more boldness. Because I do want to well, follow the, the, the command, the Great Commission, to get out there and, and preach and teach and I guess today's lesson in this is I'm gonna be real with you guys I had a bad day yesterday <laughs> when I don't sleep well I could have a bad day and I want to do everything that I can do in a day's time for the Lord so did I reach anybody yesterday for the for the Lord Jesus Christ no I I didn't reach out to anybody but I did pray and I did praise the Lord so and repent and some days that's all you can do but here I am teaching about him again I hope I hope this ministry is doing some good <laughs> I really do I want to keep going I'm gonna keep going I hope that you've enjoyed today's message I do give all the glory to God because he saved me and he is my God as for me and my house we will serve the Lord we will serve the Lord with all we've got some days we don't have much but we're still gonna serve the Lord every single day we are his servants we all want to hear on the day that he takes us takes us home well done good and faithful servant we have to serve the lord much love to all until next time bye